Okay, they spitting flavor in your egg, giving you the tea on the stuff you need to hear. Hey, K Day for the people all year. This the intro. Let's get this podcasting gear. K Day spitting flavor in your egg, giving you the sauce on the stuff you need to hear. Yeah, coming to you like every week. So make sure you tune in to K Day speak. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? We back again. K Day speaks. You know what I mean. So we got a good one for you today. We're touching on mental health, the little religion, but mainly like the mental health of black men and, you know, like the daily struggles that they kind of go through that's not really addressed. And, you know, I'm not going to give too much away because, I mean, we're going to get into it. But, you know, I always got to give y'all my little weekly mantra, the stuff that's been heavy on my heart for the week. Because nine times out of ten, somebody else out there is going through it. Um, I've really been wanting to learn more about God and get more in touch with my relationship with God. And I feel like the more and more that I ask for it, I just have, you know, people coming into my life, giving me like different, you know, gems from the Bible or, you know, telling me different words that I can read. And, you know, just like a lot of different ways that God has like been bringing himself into my life and so I really appreciate that like all my friends who you know reached out to me and we just had like really good and in-depth conversations about the Lord and just I don't know I've been reading the Bible more and stuff I guess I'm ashamed to admit but sometimes when I read the Bible I don't fully understand it and that's like one big thing that I want to change and like do better within my own life Like, when I go to church, I've really been, like, tuning into, like, the scriptures that they're reading, and I've been saying that I want to start going to Bible study so I can really, like, you know, study the Bible. So, I appreciate, you know, all the people who sat down and talked to me because it's so crazy how you ask for something and then, like, the universe puts it out there for you. So, those random conversations I've been having and that those random insights that I've been getting for, like, my friends and stuff, I really do appreciate it because I'm I'm just trying to learn like everybody else really so yeah um something else that has been kind of on my mind and on my brain is people well you know I'm not gonna even say people I'm gonna say women know your worth these men will literally drive you to the ground drive you to drink drive you to dang near death And they still out here living the same way that they always lived. I feel like there's a lot of my friends, some family members that, you know, you got to learn to put yourself first. Because if you don't put yourself first, then who will? So I just feel like that needed to be said. I know people who they'll let their significant other, you know, run their life. And that's not how life should be. It's okay to want a partner. It's okay to want some companionship. That's the word I was looking for. But not if it's like at the sacrifice of your own experience, not if it's at the sacrifice of your children, not if it's at the sacrifice of your mental health, your physical health. But that's going to be, ooh, I'm breathing to the mic a little heavy, my bad. But that's going to be another conversation for another day because I really, I really feel like I have like a whole podcast worth of stuff to say. But it's just like this week specifically, I just been kind of seeing and hearing like a lot of my friends and like even my family members who've been dealing with someone for a very long time. And it's just like, it don't matter how long you've been invested with somebody. If y'all haven't grown, if there's no growth there, if there's nothing that they're bringing to the table and you bring the table, the napkins, the utensils, the tablecloth, and they still don't know your worth then it's okay to get up and get out, okay? So, it just gets me so bothered that people will let somebody use their car till it don't work no more, or they'll let somebody take money from them and they're not getting the money in return, or they'll let their kids, you know, do without because they're trying to do for a man. And that is not okay. That is not normal it might be normal for some people but I just want y'all to wake up and realize that there's so much more to life than like trying to be dedicated to somebody who doesn't 
have your same interest at heart. Love don't pay no bills. Love don't like sleep with you at night when your significant other is gone. Like love don't do none of that for you. And it's just like if you're with somebody who you put in 90% and they only giving you 10 and half time the 10 is five. Hey, wake up. Good morning. They don't care about you that much. Look alive before your life has passed you by and you haven't gotten nowhere. You haven't seen new things because you've been so dedicated to somebody who hasn't really been dedicated to you. But yeah, like I said, another podcast for another day. But anyways, um, I previously recorded the, repo- the podcast that we have today with uh, two close people in my life. And I really appreciated them coming on to talk about mental health of black men because I feel like a lot of men have chosen to, you know, suppress their mental issues via drugs or, you know, acting out and things like that. And it it was kind of good to have some insight on, I guess, why black men act the way they act. And it's not always just, oh... He just being he just being a baby. He whining. Da 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 da. Like, there's really like a lot of insight and a lot of backstory as to why black men feel like they they have it hard in society. And as the black men that are out there listening, if you have a friend who comes to you to talk about something, like listen. If you have like people in your life or you have your own problems, it's okay to open up and talk about them because. It's okay to not always be strong all the time. Just like girls, especially black women, we we can be strong to the T, but it's like at the end of the day, we don't always have like our girlfriends or somebody to kind of go and vent to if we need to. And I kind of feel like it's not as preached about to black men, but let me not give no spoilers. I hope that, you know, you guys have a good solid week. I hope that Whatever I just said, maybe touch somebody or maybe you know somebody who needed to hear what I just said. But please, please, please don't dedicate your life to somebody who won't, you know, lay it down for you. And please, if you're like me and you don't really know about the Bible and stuff, like make an active change to try and like get more involved in church or go and read the Bible a little more in depth and things like that. Because at the end of the day, I heard somebody say, you know, the Bible is instructions. The Bible is what we need to like guide us through our life. And no matter what your view is on the Bible, as far as, you know, it being misconstrued and it being tweaked by man and stuff like that, at the end of the day, it originated somewhere. And without it, you know, it it would be a little hard to kind of like navigate life and things like that. But we're going to get to the podcast. It's a good one for you this week. And, you know, don't forget about K-Day. She's always here. She's always here to listen. And I'm still and always will be taking people to come on and talk to me about, you know, things that they have going on in their daily lives. So here we go. Talk to y'all soon. <laughs> What's up, y'all? We're back again for K-Day Speak. Facts. Special episode. Facts. I got Marcus and Ashton here with me. Y'all say what's up to the folk. What's good? What's good? What's good? AP and the Drink Gemini. That's, that's better. We got the uh, artist and the artist. Artist and the artist. Marcus dropped the bars. AP draws the bars. Bars, stars, cars. That wasn't really your best flow, bro. So what's good with y'all? What's new? No, you go first, AP. It's a lot of you. If we don't just be really with it, you know what I'm saying? I'm on this real spiritual wave right now. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. okay. I'm trying to get them with God. Good with God. I can hear it in the mic. Hit your lap or something. So, on your, like, get good with God wave, like, what have you been doing to move towards that? Honestly... Just doing research, like, you know, like, little stuff, like, as far as, like, holidays. Like, yeah, just, like, where the holidays come from. A lot of these holidays is pagan. They come from Catholic religion and Catholic with Roman Catholic at first. So all this stuff is Roman and European, you know what I'm saying? 
What's the deep breath about? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. You know, religion is a touchy subject, sir. It is, bro. So, so you do you believe in God? It. Yeah. Nah, look, this is the thing. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus, right? Yeah. My bad. But a lot of the other stuff is like has nothing to do with God. A whole bunch of he say, she say. What basically, you basically. Wasn't the Bible like rewritten like I don't know how many times? Yeah. It was. Like... I was talking to this guy one time and he was like an art history major. So he was like really like in depth into like, you know, the way back when all the Egyptians and stuff like that. And like the story of the Bible, like closely correlates with Egyptian scribes or something. Yeah. And this is the thing, though. I went deep with that as well. I went back to because basically the King James Bible, that's what most people stick to. Mm -hmm. But. The way the story goes is basically after the flood of Noah, really and truly, there's um, the book of Enoch. That's mm-hmm. a part that's Enoch part of yeah. like, that speaks on the fallen angels, right? Right. The flood came to wipe out the fa- uh, fallen angels because they were sleeping with human women and they weren't supposed to. So after that, and you had Noah, all his children, and that's where it starts in Babylon. Yeah. So, okay, Christmas, December 25th, that has nothing to do with Jesus. Right. But that's Nimrod's birthday. That's the king from back in the Babylonian era. Right. On top of that, his mom married him. She was crazy. Uh, so okay. she married him and had a kid by him. She mm-hmm. was the one that they Isis. referred to as Isis. Oh, okay. So that's where Isis comes from. And she's like the moon god. In pagan religion, there's a father god, a mother god, and a son, son god. Son god, yeah. Okay. That's why we have Mother's Day. Father's Day, Christmas, okay. Easter, her thing is eggs. That's where that comes from. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. A lot of these holidays, me on. Okay. pagan, you know, we're really not supposed to be. But, you know, they was forced in. Right. But I can get deep with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I didn't do the little research on it, but yeah, that was kind of a little bit more. In-depth. Yeah, in-depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, on the same little God wave. We was talking earlier about how you feel that Trav was trying to. Yeah. I mean, some people feel like, you know, it was cool. Like, Marcus, you say you felt like it was cool. Man, I felt like it was a, a message, dude. Like, What was yeah. the message you took from it compared to Ashton's message? What the title said, stop trying to be God. You got so many people out here. Like, for instance, Kanye is supposedly... A God in himself, which... With the air quotes. Yeah, that's another subject for another day. But. I feel like Kanye then got too big for his own head, though. Like, he got a Kardashian, which she only with him for the clout. And then, on top of that, it's just like... People just gonna always invest in Kanye because I mean he is a really good artist and people gonna always mess with the old Kanye and people gonna always like jam his music because he does like have a creative talent. That's what style is. Yeah. Up on stuff you know, exactly. The truth, truth behind it is all the people we grew up on, even the zeros and slim thugs, all these niggas is really weirdos. Yeah. They have a really weird way of thinking and yeah. the way they grew up because they grew up in a real insecure and like men driven society where mm-hmm. it was like men over everything, my brothers over women, nah fam. If you want to marry your brother, go ahead. <laughs> you can't have no kids with your homeboys like right? at the end of the day yeah. you gotta come back to the woman. So that's, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Why these dudes weird. Yeah, I'm creative Kanye though. What is that? Nah bro the people no, bro the, the the generation before us that was in college that's what created Kanye. They can't let go of Kanye. Yeah. Because I have a cousin that's like in her 30s now. And she grew up when like college dropped on all that came out. People yeah. from back then that first come on, they loved Kanye. Yeah. It don't matter. It don't matter. Because when Yeezus came out, you know, it was like a rift. Some mm-hmm. people was like, no. Some people was like, yes. Yeah. But people who love him stuck with him. That's that's funny that you say that because Charlemagne always goes hard for Kanye. Always <laughs> got on Yeezys. But he's so quick to talk about how all the stuff that he don't like about Kanye. But don't mm-hmm. never let the Kanye wave go like he he was talking about how he hates that you know Kanye and the little MAGA stuff but rocking Yeezys during the interview you know what I mean so that's like a valid point for sure, for sure. he's a he's a really and truly Charlemagne is a cone to me like sometimes yeah. it'd be cool because he'd be all pro black and other times he'd be like I mean and he'll ease off on subjects mm-hmm. but I think it's because of 
certain areas that he's getting paid from. Like, yeah. He can't touch on stuff. Yeah, because he's yeah. an entertainer. That's what he's meant to do. So. I mean, I feel that, bro. But, like, you made your your whole brand is people like you because you you be real. Yeah. But yeah. you see he's eased up away from that. Because he can't do that anymore. And I feel like sometimes he be trying to hit the real, but it come off like real rude at the same time. Like mm-hmm. he just be like going off on people just because of like his name now. Like even when like people be calling into the station, because like I listen to Breakfast Club sometimes, and he just be like going off on people just because he's Charlemagne. And it's just like you don't yeah. gotta be an asswipe. I think he makes I, more money. Yeah. Yeah, that and I think at the same time he kind of started burning bridges with people. It was a lot of people, a lot of, you know. Big wigs and stuff out there that wasn't really rocking with him. For the simple fact that he was clowning everybody. So. He, was. he was too loud. Well, he wasn't marketable. And then now he came back, like like he said, go to therapy. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, of course black people need to go to therapy because black people don't go to therapy. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's white people stuff. But So do y'all think that people should go to therapy? Like black men, black women, people? I think black people as a whole, yeah. Where, yes. where, where do you see us venting or, you know, expressing our thoughts other than, you know. So, as, like, black men growing up, like, what were y'all taught? Because, I mean, as a black girl, I can relate to what I was taught and what I was shown, but I can't speak on y'all's behalf. Uh, well, from my experience, I was taught that a man wasn't supposed to, to show that he was, you know, hurting or, you know, that he felt some type of way about something. It was more encouraged to like you know block those type of feelings like, which isn't really a good thing. But uh, yeah, it, it was just more of a you, you don't mention it type deal. So and how did that affect you? Uh, all types of ways. Uh, it causes you not to be able to you know. I can speak from experience. Just trying to communicate with my father on a day-to-day basis about, you know, feelings I had, things I dealt with. And it was just more of a, well, I'm trying to teach you how to be this, so you need to learn how to, you know, ship and shape it up. And, you know, this is what men do. Men hold their feelings in, and men push through, and, you know, men don't communicate. And it's just, it's not healthy at the end of the day, so... Would you say you experienced the same thing, Ashton? Um, I won't say that exactly. Um, but then again, like yeah, the whole you know what you crying for, this and that, this and that. Yeah. And uh, me personally, I feel like well, I was looking up symptoms a while back because me, I naturally like held everything in. So uh, even my family would be like, "Oh, is there something wrong? Is there this and that? Because you're just to yourself." And um. I was looking at something a while back about like disorder. I don't know if you remember. I hit yeah. you up because yeah. I think it was a uh, emotional detachment disorder. Yeah, so a yeah. A lot of times where people would like they'll tell me something and then they'll be like, "Why aren't you excited?" And I'm like, "You don't got the emotions." Chilling. Yeah, yeah. But it's naturally being told like, "Okay, I'm gonna do this," and then when you're ready to get excited about it, yeah, you get shut down to the point where you're like, "Okay, well, to stop that, I'm just not gonna show no emotion at all. I'm just gonna see what they do rather than like." getting all excited and then you're all disappointed mm-hmm. you know and that's not just from like a father standpoint like just anybody yeah. like period yeah. Yeah. and then you just let it blow by like oh yeah it's cool it's cool so you just snap yeah i don't know i feel like the female perspective i was definitely like encouraged to be open i was definitely like open to like being in touch with my feelings but i think that just kind of comes along with being a female period mm-hmm. yeah you're allowed to do that whereas men gotta be like you better hold it in because you can't do it. But that's why so many yeah. black men is destructive now. Yeah, it's like that. We were told that it was more of a, a feminine thing to express your emotions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, real men don't do that. And it's kind of false. Uh, I went through some things where, uh, you know, going on with you know, my parents and you know, divorce, you know, just situations mm-hmm. where uh, I needed someone to talk to. I was acting out because I had no one to talk to. I had all of these emotions that I wanted to express, these these mental issues that, you know, were going on with me. But, uh, you know, every man that I went to or, you know, person I tried to communicate kind of, like, shut me down on this situation. So Saying what? Just more of, like, 
I don't know what it is, but like maybe it was the people before them, the followers before them. It's just not something that they were comfortable with talking about. It's just like, oh, nah, you'll be all right, man. Just push it through you, or uh, go get you some pussy, or you know, yeah, you know, simple shit like that. It's like, dude, that's, what see. that's why people so addicted now because it's in there. Oh, you need a blunt. Oh, you just need to drink. Yeah, coping yeah. mechanisms. In reality, like especially in. Black families, people not coming out telling things. There's so many girls that are getting molested. Yeah, the family yeah. member did it, but the family don't want to be ashamed, so they don't want to see anything. They got to yeah. see this family member every year. It's a big days. thing with saving face in the black community overall, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And that's why it's such a divide because you got every time somebody do something, they oh, you ain't better than nobody. But that's spite because they either had to hold back, they had to do this, they had to do that, and they weren't allowed to come back, so they had yeah. to suppress themselves. So they're sitting there angry. But it's not the person who they mad at fault. Yeah. It's more, it's sometimes it'd be the parents' fault because they don't know how to deal with stuff. So the way they deal with it is like, well, this is how I deal with it. So yeah. I think a lot of issues drive back to good parenting. Yeah. yeah. So being that y'all had y'all's fathers in y'all life, but you were like more predominantly with y'all's moms, how would you say your mom told you to deal with things? Same same story? Uh, a mother's going to do the best she can do at the end of the day because... Uh, a woman can't tell you how to be a man, point blank, period. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like my mom gave me that, like that, that, that diversity. Like she taught me different perspectives, or hey, this is how you know women deal with it, or you know it's okay to you know talk to me about it. Man, I've been so open with my mother about things. It was a point in time. Uh, I don't want to just put my business out there like that, but. I was kind of going through like a little a mental thing when I was younger and I was kind of like hearing, you know, voices or like seeing apparitions that were telling me to do certain things. It was just more or less because I was trying to find like a way to to deal with the issue. Escape your thoughts. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I I, I broke down in tears with my mom. She cried and and the first thing that came out of her mouth and I don't know what it is. with, with, with the males and the females, but the first thing that came out of my mother's mouth was like, let's get you some counseling. So it's it's like, I don't know, with my mom, it, it was just, it was real smooth. Like, I was always able to talk. I was always able to cry with her shit. Like, you know, things yeah. like that. So, yeah. I would say for me, um, I, growing up, I was more so like the, it was like, okay, well, I'm a parent, you're a kid. Mm, so yeah. You keep that there. They hit that stay in the child's and, place. And, I mean, and and I understood it and I respect that. So I had a mindset like that for a long time. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, nobody can ever tell me anything about my mom. It don't matter if you yeah, talk yeah, she yeah. murdered 20 people. I'm not going yeah. to. That's my mom. Right. And she did the best she could. But at the same time, I know it's things she hadn't dealt with and she mm. had ways of doing things. But at the end of the day, it was food on the table, it was a house, it was yeah. clothes and this and that. But at a certain point, um, I ended up I remember moving to my cousin's place and I ended yeah. up going to hot tires like, yeah. me and you. And I needed that only because like, yeah, you can survive without your dad around, but you still need that father figure that comes in and shows you like, hey, okay, something broken, okay, go ahead and fix it. Mm-hmm. Okay, this happened, okay, go ahead and fix it. Like you need a man there to show you this is how family works. This is what a husband does. This is your yeah, house. This exactly. is what you do. When car breaks down, this is what you do. If your wife needs something, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. When you need money, you know, sometimes you need an extra account because your wife don't spend all your money. And you got to yeah. be the one to come up and, and something needs to be fixed. You got to fix it. Exactly. Yeah. And my cousin was there to show me this is how things go. Right. And take me under his wing. Mm-hmm. So that helped me a lot because if not, like, I mean, most people back then remember me and they say, oh, yeah, you were so mean and all that. But. Yeah, I I mean, I was at a certain point because I ain't gonna lie. Freshman year football, like when I came back from my injury, I was pissed off, especially with my dad because he had left. So I was taking it on the football field, and then sophomore year, like I I got in a relationship, and the coaches could tell about that, and the coaches could tell like I wasn't in, I wasn't angry anymore. I was just like, man, I don't even care. Yeah. So then junior year, I didn't care about football as much, but my cousin was like, nah, man. Keep doing it. Even though I came to high time, he was like, "Keep doing it. Like you're gonna, you're yeah. gonna regret not doing it." And I'm glad I stuck with it. Yeah. But, yeah. And I mean, uh, to dive back on what you just said, you know, my mom 
like I said, she couldn't be a mother and a father. She tried her best, but at the end of the day, like, it was times, you know, women, you know, they kind of outburst. And, and, you know, those are kind of things I picked up on. So I found myself when I was younger, like, like literally, like, if I couldn't handle a situation or if I felt like it was too much, like, I would spaz out like a female. And I feel like, man, that that's where, you know, uh, a father comes in to kind of, like, even that emotion out, yeah. you know, to kind of, like, distribute those feelings. And I, nece- I didn't necessarily get that. But, I mean, yeah, it was, she did her best. She did, yeah. she did her best. So, now that y'all are grown, y'all are coming into your own, you learning things from the world, you talk to your dads more now, like, going forward, like, how do you want to, you know, like, lead your life on your own terms, is what I'm trying to get at, from what you picked up. I would say, because the type of person I am, um... I was always like, I mean, I am talkative at some points, but a lot of times. Well, once you're cool with people, you open up. Yeah, but it, it, it's not even so much that like people will think that I'm shy or nothing. But I'm not like I don't. know. I guess it was just the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. Like I was always told, like you watch everybody, you watch everything, yeah. your surroundings. Like no matter, it don't matter. Still It don't matter where you at. Yeah. So I've always been like that. Like no matter where I'm at, I'm gonna look over my shoulder. Yeah. And same. Like, I just analyze people, and usually I'm pretty good yeah, you know, same. At, at, at guessing people. Mm-hmm. But um, I think where it starts is just the counseling, uh, understanding where things come from, seeing the root of things, and saying, okay, like, this is what I don't want to do as a parent. This is what I don't want to do as a man. And um, sometimes you really got to go to the parent and, like, help them because... Like, I know my dad, his dad wasn't around like that. Yeah. So it's like a generational thing of going back and forth. But And it's easy to fall into it because these things go down through our genes, like anger, sickness, yeah. all of that. Yeah. So it's like, as a man, you got to be the one to stop the cycle. Because if you don't, then it's going to go to your son. And mm. if you don't, then your son going to inherit the anger. Your son going to inherit the so, confusion. So do you feel like those character traits are like genetic? Yeah, because there there is scientifically proven that anger and things like that, like coming from slaves from our ancestors, yeah. we inherit those things. So anxiety, all that, we inherit those things naturally. Mm-hmm. You know, every time you got people who stay in the suburbs who are still anxious, mm-hmm. still deal with depression, and it's not coming from nowhere. I mean, obviously, as society is, it's, it's, it's made to make you hate yourself, mm-hmm. to make you hate everybody else, and make you hate God in general, mm-hmm. especially God that you talk to, like, hate almost everything. Yeah. But the thing about it is, like, as you get older, you see everything is false. Like, everything yeah. is a facade. Mm-hmm. Everything that they Every tell you thing. to believe in, you start realizing it's <laughs> not even there. The schoolwork, yeah. all that. Yeah. Everything we taught is fake. So, and then you realize the things you're spending money on, fake. Right. The clothes, yeah. Fake. That's somebody's name. That's yeah. A, that's another human being's name, basically. Yeah. So. Got it. Good. Definitely points. Right. Dang. I was gonna ask you something, but you just really got my mind on it. Yeah. I'm going, man. Yeah. I'm going. I'm giving seminars. <laughs> Why are you whenever. playing? Whenever. Get out here and talk to these dudes. Hey, they will. they need to hear it from you. somebody that look like them. They yeah. need to hear from somebody they age. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening right now, break the chains. Break the cycle. Communicate. Yeah. Express your feelings. Oh. Go to counseling. You don't have to be an alcoholic. I got something. Okay. Now, this is something else. I've been getting on the man. I told you I was going to do this. Now I got to get on the females, all right? All right. Ooh. Now, this is where I'm going to go with this. A lot of times, okay, my dad told me, if you want to know how a girl's going to act, pay attention to her mom. Okay. And that has been true every single time. Yeah. Because the girl who I just dealt with, I paid attention to her mom, and I see what she did and how she dealt with things. And then when the girl I was dating got at her lowest point, she was like, well, this is how my mom deals with things. And I'm like, you can't do that. Yeah. Because... Like, yeah, as a woman, you can be more emotional. But at the same time, I remember I was watching a video and this dude was like, the way things have been broken down since slave times, basically, 
the man who was raped and embarrassed and all that, right? Yeah. So then the mom is scared. So naturally, she's going to keep her son in and push her daughter out first. Mm-hmm. Daughter got to deal with all that crap first. The son is brought in and he's handicapped because he's been held back the whole time. I agree. And I can personally attest to that because my mom was like that too, where she would hold me back and want to do things and speak for me as well. But it's like, by the time you get onto the world, you don't know how to do nothing. Yeah. But as a woman, you got to be independent. That's true because like, I feel like my my mom, she like subconsciously did that with me because my brother was born first. So, you know, that was her mm. first child. And, you know, boys in general, like they the moms kind of treat them not like they husband, but it's just like just like they cater to the daddies. They do it to their sons, too. And then when they son kind of grow up and like always dependent on their mama and it, like the mom finally ready to let them be out on their own. They don't know nothing because, like, they didn't push the daughter. They didn't push the daughter to, like, because they want their daughter to be headstrong because they headstrong. But it's just, like, with the son, let me hold him. You know, that's my my seed, my close to heartness. Not that they don't love me. Not that they don't care. They just do it subconsciously. And, that, like, they, they train up the, the daughters to be, you know, learn all this stuff early. See, that's, that's how things are pushed down because if you're doing that, more than likely the daughter going to be why did I have to go through this? Why are you doing him like that? And that's leading anger. And then that's pushing the anger out. And then that's bringing the anger down to the kids. And that's why the moms, okay, some moms will naturally develop bad habits because ain't nobody was there to tell them this is how you deal with stuff. Right. And that's why men come along and they're like, well, why do I got to deal with something that wasn't even my fault? Because yeah. they were never taught how to deal with stuff. Yeah. They were never taught A how to A lot of things my mom people. told me she learned when she got older because her mom didn't exactly. put her on. Exactly. And, and and that's you're supposed to send the mileage down. Yeah. But a lot of people don't want to send the mileage down. They can't, or don't think of it like that. They mm-hmm. think, well, okay, go to school. You're gonna learn what you need to learn. Then they come when you come out. They're like, well, why don't you know this? And you're like, do you think they were teaching me how to change tires and check yeah. the oil and stuff in high school? We learned compound sentences. Facts. And pre-cal, like yeah, like half the stuff we learn at school, like I don't use it now. And then, like, they force you to take English and all these, like, retarded math classes that you're not going to really just use. Like, they should be. People say it all the time. But, like, it's true. Like, they should be putting that energy towards changing tires, taxes, like, how to line up your finances, how to save, how to invest in 401ks, how to do all of this other stuff. Because, like, you get out here and you need this real world experience and you don't got it. Why are you playing? I still don't know how to show them 401k. Exactly. Exactly. I just found out maybe a year ago. What a 401k was. And it's still kind of blind to me. So Exactly. I mean, and then it's just like with the whole taxes thing. They, H&R Block making bread every day just because people don't know how to do it. Yeah. If they really cared about the system, when you graduate, you'd be able to find a job. You yeah. Know, if they really cared about the system, you would actually be learning stuff instead of by the time you come out and like, um, like literally... You're, the way the whole society is set up is like they want you irritated, they want you angry, they want you depressed. So you can go to the doctor, you can go buy some more stuff that's gonna make you more. And angry that's and why, and like, they got marijuana illegal, but they they'll let you OD on drug on prescription drugs. They'll let you take all of this over the counter stuff. They probably won't even cure you, but you paying for it so you could try and semi feel better. That's why they say like all these diseases that we got in our society, a lot of them are genetically, you know, put out there. Created, yeah. Yep. You don't don't get me in these conspiracies, man. (laughs) Get into it. Because if you think about it, bro, like we we literally shovel billions and billions and billions. Of dollars every year into finding cancer, but you can, cancer. you can give me pills to suppress it, like HIV. You can give me pills to suppress HIV. You created a pill, yeah. I'm not listening right now to suppress HIV, but you can't give me the cure. That don't make sense. Exactly. Think of all the people that's not on insurance that's paying full price for cancer treatment. Or, you know, HIV, herpes, whatever the deal is. Mm-hmm. Think of all the money you shoveling in the insurance every year. Everybody they found the cure is dead. Exactly. What was his name? Yeah, Dr. 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 Sebi, bro. Dr. Yeah. Sebi said he found the cure. And was giving it to people, and they wanted him dead. Now, all of a sudden, he dies of natural look, causes. Not even AIDS. Blindness. 
like stuff like like yes. stuff you would be like, huh? Like he's fixing it with natural ingredients. Yeah. Nothing that's chemically altered. None of that's that. why a lot of people like with their babies, they've been starting to use like natural stuff because it's just like ninety percent of the stuff that we put into our bodies like produces cancer. Like they said it was cancerogenic stuff inside of Johnson Johnson. And people bathe their babies in that stuff yeah, all the time. Spice it has in it and then on top of that they inject stuff in chickens. Yeah. Injected in the fat, so you sitting there eating the fat, and you don't know like what. Yeah. To your body, and then a lot of people say diabetes is coming from meat, not from actual sugar, and sugar is addictive. But a lot of stuff that we eat turns into sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Beat them once. Watch <laughs> what you eat, ladies and gentlemen. No, really. That's why a lot of people be like talking crap when people want to go vegan, but like it's really like helping you live a better lifestyle because you just got to monitor everything because you never know like what's good for you and what's not. That's true. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, I still feel like you should somewhat eat meat, but like you just got to be mindful of like, what you eat. Yeah. Because everything got side effects, you know, everything yeah. is made like that now. And then even, even the vegetables and green stuff is being mm-hmm. altered now. Yeah. They got fake lettuce. That's they got so plastic true. rice. Like all this stuff is fake now. So. Yeah, and it's All just like you would, you would, you would say, "Hey, man, maybe I should grow my own things." But it's just like, who's gonna have a, you know, spare farm nearby or? But that's why a lot of people have been getting into local farming, though. Like local farmers have like been getting more like praises and like getting more See, attention. It's a finesse. I don't trust that because farm ain't farmers government funded. Yeah, and so, you have to pay the government exactly. in order to keep going. So it's a finesse. <laughs> yeah, you, like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to pay for land, man. You shouldn't have to buy land. Exactly. Wow. So I don't, I don't necessarily trust that either. <laughs> it's a finesse. Anyway. I feel like if you ain't seen where it came from, I don't, I'm, I'm a paranoid type dude. If I don't know where it came from, I don't trust it. But you got to eat. Exactly. So then you get the people just like, you know what, fuck it. If I die, I die. It is what it is. I ain't going to lie. I was like that with Whataburger for a minute. Uh, bro, you know, that's a, that's a Houston out. staple, bro. Yeah, yeah, a Texas I staple. Out, bro. Down south. Yeah. Dang. Don't give me on that either because unless you tell it, I mean, let anybody else tell it. <laughs> what's, that, what's that place called? Burger place? No, not burger place. Uh, chicken? No, what's that other burger in from California? That in and out? In and out is trash. Trash. Fries taste like Man. disgusting. Oh my god, in and out is the best thing that ever can. No, bro. They don't even got a good like developed menu. Like, no, it's trash. It's like three things on the menu. It's gross. Like when I hear people from LA, they love like, special sauce. Nasty. Yeah, no, dude, right. have you had a patty melt yet? <laughs> Oh, what a trash shake, bro. I'm going to tell you like this. What you need to do, you want to take some vintage Whataburger, go to Corpus Christi, order, uh, what is it, honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich and ask for Texas toast. Mm. That's what you do. You get, oh. the, you get the original from the creator. <coughs> you did, but you get the You heard it here first. Yeah, don't get me started. I'm the Whataburger man. I got Whataburger signs in my room. Oh, that you need I, to take down. I, I sleep with the menus, you feel me? So I wake up in the morning and decide what I want to eat. That's why I dumpster dive for the new signs. <laughs> Boy, you need to stop. Yeah, I'm just a connoisseur of, you know, signage. Hey, but they got the best ketchup, though. Ketchup? Spicy ketchup. They do. I buy that ketchup from the store. I don't, I don't buy Heinz anymore. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a creamy pepper sauce fan. And I'll, I'll put it on anything. That's Pepper sauce. That's what they put on the patty milk. The creamy pepper sauce, dude, is is, is good. Okay, that's good, but it's too With many the saute onions. onions. It's too many onions. Nah, just the right amount. Bro, you taste onions more than a burger. You're supposed to savor on the cre- the, the 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 onions. Just like they melt in your mouth. You got a little bit of the patty, a little bit of your your freshly toasted bread. Squeeze you some crow, oh, man. Oh lord. Uh, <laughs> he uh, just uh, got to talk about going vegan. For the regular <laughs> folks out there, go get you a, a honey butter chicken strip sandwich. You know, you can get early in the morning. On point. It's never gonna let you down. Facts. It's gonna be dripping. Or you can get that breakfast on a bun. That's that's jalapeno, jalapeno biscuit. Oh, don't get me started with the taquito. Hey, that's sweet and spicy, bro. 
Oh yeah, I had it. It was pretty tasty. That avocado bacon burger too. That that John pretty good. I used to do like avocados, but I've been getting on that little wave. Really, I I didn't like them either. I didn't eat guacamole. Avocados is the truth. Slice them. Get you a little bit of salt and pepper. Yeah, you gotta come in. Yeah. Put this on it. Yeah. Boy RD on the mic. Chef Boy RD. I took it all up. No, but I seriously been trying to hit like a a little vegan piece, but it's not working for me. <laughs> for the simple fact that I can eat greens and grass all day, but it's like I don't know, like I don't get that energy yeah, unless I exactly. But that's 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 vegan. Going vegan is too big of a jump. Exactly. Like I I personally say, if I do it, I'm gonna ease my way into vegetarian. Vegetarian, yeah. Because going vegan is cutting like everything you know. Like exactly. That. And you can't just stop doing. And stuff that's all meat like products, that. eggs, all. That. It, I feel like you yeah. just have to be a real, real like die hard. Like you gotta be rich. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's like they always tell you eat healthy, eat healthy, eat healthy, and then like that'd be the most expensive yeah. stuff at the store, like uh, cage-free brown, you know, egg. humanitarian ass eggs. <laughs> and foods is like six dollars for a dozen. Yeah. Where they do that at? We trying to eat out here. We hungry. We only make thirty-five grand a year. Y'all <laughs> want us to live off of that with a bachelor's degree? <laughs> You mad? Oh yeah. I'm big mad for all my for all my degree holders out there. It don't make no sense. You done spent four years, hundred grand in debt, however much it is, and you making fifteen dollars an hour. Yep. A lot of people I know like they working at Home Depot, they waiting tables, and it's like, what you send me to school for? To come back home and do what I could have did without my degree? Yeah. And, and what really was bothering me so bad is. Education used to be so cheap. Like education really defeats. Y'all saw that stuff on Twitter. Uh, U of H two cheap to a hundred dollars. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, and that was including books. Yep, bro. The the coldest part about it is I have a professor who went to school in I think he said the seventies. It might have been seventies or eighties. I think it was the seventies. He said he could get a minimum wage job and afford school like that. Right? Yeah. The man was only getting paid like three dollars an hour. Exactly. And he could afford. We that. just got the seven twenty-five, y'all. Right. My friend, it. she's in law school. Hey, Ariel. She just spent seven hundred dollars on her law books, and she said she still won that. Yeah. On her books, yeah, she spent right. seven hundred. That's why I can't just hop in. The, I can't just go straight for my master's right out of college. I, as stressful as I've been. I got to hop right back into it. And you're not yeah. going to get a bunch of classes. That's what I was telling my mom. I was like, I, I do want to get my master's, but it's like, I got to prepare myself mentally for my student loans that's about to hit in six months for my four-year undergrad. And it's like, I need to start making money because if I start going to school more, I'm going to just be in deeper holes and I still don't got no experience. Yeah, you can get paid more. You know, of course you get paid more and then you go for a doctor, you get paid more. But it's like, after you do all that, it's like, is it really worth it? Because really and truly, what they want you to do, they want you to get married and do that, too. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, that's how you can balance it. And then, you know, you have children, <laughs> and then you just get drawn out of that. Yeah, but then, like, when I got kids, having a kid is expensive. Like, you spend millions of dollars on your kids in your it's lifetime. It's estimated you spend approximately. There you go with the numbers. Approximately a million dollars per child within the 18 years. That's not counting little Jed. That's still in your pocket, and he twenty four. Like uh, it's, it's crazy. That's <laughs> why you, on. you knew what it was when you signed up. Nah, the Gemini have no kids. Okay. Yeah, I want one. They're gonna be spoiled. But see, even with that, my professor broke that down, and he was like, nowadays. We're not like social security is not going to be working for us because hey, now no, that's women are having less children. Yeah, yeah and our, the system been failing now. It's yeah. been failing. That's yeah. why they're trying to hop on the Bitcoin and do all of that because like our money is getting less and less value because of China. But well, that's, that's that's the president's no that, problem. That's, right that's yeah. printing out paper and you don't have the gold to back it up. But it, see, that's the thing, China ball, Yeah. So and the dollar isn't even worth a dollar anymore right now. Right, I think it's right. like. I want to say 75 cents. It's some weird number, bro. Mm-hmm. But you spending dollars, and technically they're not dollars. So. A 20 is like a 5. Yeah, like, it, it's bad. That 20 it's really bad. Gone. Like, when you get $20, you like, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. By the time you go get gas, yeah. it's gone. Nah, Trump getting rid of them, too. 
No food stamps, no, no security net. No You're gonna go to work. You're gonna work, work, work until you die, and that's the end of it. That's where it's going. Yeah, that's another reason why I've been thinking like America not even where the place to be anymore because all the other countries are so advanced and they that's set their people matter, up. Though. Like at a certain point, it's not gonna matter because at the end of the day, the way everything is going, like the ultimate goal is for them to eventually come together. Okay, if we come together and we're under one government, basically they're trying to shut out the middle class. So it's just high low. And, and low. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. This is something new for me. Hold on. <laughs> you said what? They're trying to shut out the middle class. That's how you can take over. When you shut out the middle class, there's no in between. There's just rich, poor. The rich gonna keep getting richer naturally because they naturally. own everything, and the poor is gonna keep getting poor because you can just tax everything. Mm-hmm. And then they gonna start trying to do stuff to kill them off, like they know doing right now. Mm-hmm. They trying to uh, drown out Flint with their dirty water. Look, it's a hurricane about to hit Hawaii right now. Yep, <laughs> Category Five from their little weather storm created. Yep, it's the CIA dude that came out. And he was like, "Yeah, all the geoengineering, all that is real." Everything. Yeah, bro, it's been too. Hot, like I don't care, I don't care. Like this is the most brutal summer, and we didn't been living in Houston forever, and we've been complaining. But like this is a new hot. Well, they talk about cold, cold fronts. Where I think all the seasons have been pretty harsh this year. Yeah, and like in Colorado right now, we got some more snow. I was not expecting that. Yeah, and like Colorado was like extremely hot this year, and like my cousin was telling me like it's never been this hot before, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. And I, you can only imagine before he got there. Yeah. It used to be colder than that. Yeah, and he, they uh, they said they expected the winter to be pretty harsh. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. I don't know if Jesus is coming back. Oh, thanks. Yeah, every and everybody said if when he come back, just make sure yeah. you see him in the right way. Right, don't let somebody point him out to you. He gonna come to you. Read your Bible. Yep. Read it. Don't get me started on that. But see, you got to. You can't take everything in the Bible, though. Like, a lot of that is a lot of contradiction. Look, it is because it's been twisted multiple times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But when you get down to the root of things, like, naturally, it's it's instructions, like, naturally. And it tells you of everything that's going to happen. Like, basically, like, we're like the third Babylonian era, bro. Yeah. When you think about it. So, and, okay, Jesus is supposed to come, but they also talk about the Antichrist. People thinking, okay, the Antichrist is going to be somebody to come out like Satan, like, oh, I hate nah, Jesus. Bro. It's going to be somebody that makes everything sound good, yeah. looks perfect, can relate to everybody. And it's like, come follow me, guys. So yeah. you got to watch the slick That's why they were people. trying to uh, trying to say my man Obama was the Antichrist, which we ain't going to know till we know y'all, but that was the most relatable man thus far. My guy, Obama. <laughs> nah, it's yeah. a lot of white people who vibe with Obama and miss him too. Yeah. Yeah, they do. See, but the reason why we think that is because the people who really hated him were sitting back chilling and then Trump came and they were like, we here, fam. We here. Yeah, we hated yeah. Obama. Like, you see, even the people who loved Obama came out. But a, a lot of those uh, closet Trump people, they've been, uh, no. oh yeah, for sure. For I, sure. Feel, I feel like as though, um, we about to have like a little a big ass like White House scandal. Like, it's just a lot of stuff that's been surfacing, like wild allegations. I guess I'm most annoyed with the fact like if Obama would have had like even a morsel of the stuff that Trump been having coming out, and they got facts and they got all this evidence about it, like they wouldn't have let him stay in the office. Like they would have found a way to get him out. But this dude can <laughs> disrespect women. He could grab women. He could rape them and pay them off. He can do all of that. But that just goes to show you, we don't have any power. The reason why he's in the office is because the people who actually run the White House, the one percent, yeah, yeah. don't just think the White House. That's it, yeah. no, bro. It's something above that. Bro, that that college elector, that, that that's not real. Bull, that's, that's, that bull for corn. That doesn't matter. That's not real. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You see, he, bro, Hillary had more votes. Yeah. But Hillary is sick herself. Yeah. So we're not even gonna get into that because that's a whole nother. <laughs> she, she, you know. But man, I read something that was I can't remember what it was, but they basically were like. If you let the people think that they have a decision, 
That's how you truly control them. And, and they still pushing that voting thing. But yeah. it's like all of us went and voted, like y'all said, and yeah. Hillary still lost. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, it gets deep. But see, it's it's an agenda, bro. And like, I remember I even seen this one dude, and he's like old white Jewish guy, and he's real like he got real connected, like above average, yeah. like one percent. And he even said. All of this, like, pushing gay marriage, they're doing this on purpose. It was to push pedophilia. The same people, okay, you got Black Lives Matter, right? Yeah. You got the LGBTQ uh, movement, right? Yeah. All these movements are being funded by the same rich people because they want this. Yeah. If, if bro, like, come on now. Normally, black people don't get funded like that. Yeah. Other rich black people are not going to come out and be like, oh, I'm going to put a million on that. They're not going to. They're going to come out like, I'll put 10000 on it. Yeah. These people are, were able to do everything. And even the people who were the top people running it were scam artists. They're stealing yeah, money. It was it was something going on where the the, the, the pedophiles were trying to get their own, you know. They're trying to get their own thing. Yeah. Trying to get their own. They were trying to be a part of the LBGT. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 it's real government people yeah. trying to push it. Like They're coming out like, yeah, I love children too. That's just so that, you know, your popes and your uh, your popes and your politicians can still, you know, rape your kids from time to time. Wow. I mean, even the Vatican is evil. Yeah. If you look at that. Oh yeah, I never, I, ne- I don't even know why people follow the Pope just like as a whole. Like he just a regular dude off the street like it's, the rest of us. It's forced upon him. What makes him holy? Yeah. And and really and truly, like I'm talking about, I can get deep, like deep, deep. It might not be Save it for another yeah, episode. Yeah. We're gonna I have a whole deep, religion deep. one with y'all. <laughs> All I'm gonna say about the religion, and we can get off of it. This is how I feel about it. Whoever you pray to, that's who you pray to. I feel like your your decisions, you know, determine where you're gonna go. Continue to do good deeds. Continue to feed positive energy into the world. And. It'll be returned to you. I feel like we all pray to the same God. Just, you know, just like different dialects. Like, you know, one person speaks Spanish. One person speaks, you know, Italian, yeah. whatever, whatever. But, yeah. you know, one person praises Allah. One person praises Blue, you yeah, know. Yeah. I feel like yeah. you just go by the, you know, your morals and, you know, what's good and what's right, what's right and what's wrong. I feel like, you, you know, you're going to get where you need to go. Yeah. So. Well... That was a good way to wrap it on up. Thanks, babe. But no, on a serious note, I hope y'all took something from this conversation. It was definitely a deep one. We hit a lot of different angles. We hit a lot of different topics and we gave different perspectives on it. So thank y'all for coming and talking to me tonight. But yeah, y'all stay tuned for K-Day Speaks. You know, we're going to come with it every week.